splunking. It's a full moon. Beware the moon and stick to the road. Oops. I vote we go back to the slaughtered lamb. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. We're lost. Oh, shit, David. What is that? I don't know. Come on. Come on, where? Anywhere. I think we should just keep moving.
listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio right now? I miss the old CITR. It had kind of a Degrassi Junior High feel to it. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Roger Allen. Roger Allen, welcome back for the 19th time to the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. This I believe this is, yeah, the 19th time. Wow, 19 times. And you are back today to spin the best of Halloween. Uh, Halloween. What exactly is this episode all about? This is Halloween episode four, sometimes. They come back. So some of those 19 times have you been spinning the discs from Halloween? This, yeah, this is, uh, this is the fourth time we've done Halloween. And uh, I guess, yeah, like you say, the 19th time I've been on your show. Are you sure I'm live? Oh, yeah, you are live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really are on live. Yeah. I, I was saying, like, you can adjust your headphone level by there. 
if you want to. But yeah, Roger doesn't believe that he actually <laughs> Is this happening. Is you this are real? actually on the air for the nineteenth time wow. of the Narvar show. <laughs> you are doubting my ability to push on. I know I won't. I just won't go away. But today we celebrate Halloween spooky tunes Boy. with Cookie Walker. Roger Allen. And what did we hear off the top there, Roger? We initially heard American Werewolf in London, a little line from that. And it's, uh, it's always hard to find uh, movies that, that are great for Halloween. And then we heard the first track was King Diamond, who I first heard, in the Cana- who I first heard of in the Canadian metal magazine Metallion, which I have right here. This is the first glimpse I ever got of uh, King Diamond. And that track was called Halloween. And King Diamond, who was in Merciful Fate, was also in a band called Black Rose, where he wore f- face paint as early as 1979. And everyone I talk to, people really love King Diamond. If you're into metal, you like King Diamond. And people also really like Merciful Fate, and they also really like the band Ghost, who seem very influenced by Merciful Fate. And Nardwar, you interviewed Demer, Demu Borger, who former King Diamond drummer Snowy Shaw played with. Did you meet Snowy Shaw? No, I didn't, but I learned about King Diamond from Ice Age from Denmark, who told me about King Diamond's earlier band, The Brats, his uh, punk band, yeah, yeah. The Brats. Who so, I, I played on this show once, The Brats. Uh, uh, you did? Oh, and actually, I know King Diamond as well because he is an ordained minister. Oh, really? So he is allowed to do, you know what? To people. He is allowed to do the minister thing to people. (laughs) That was King Diamond. And you handed me, amazing Roger, your clippings file, your mag here, this Metallian mag. Like, as it should be, put on your wall. Because there was a King Diamond picture that you cut out and put on your wall, probably. Yeah, just just the sort of description is left there. I think that's from 1985 or 4 or something. But yeah, Metallion, that was a really cool magazine in its time. And then we heard uh, Witch's Hammer with Tulsa Doom. And I actually spoke to Marco from Witch's Hammer, and he said Tulsa Doom is a good Halloween song as the lyrics are venomous and violent. The leather and spikes are very metal and all uh, depict Halloween all year round. Marco, who also was in Blasphemy, is currently in Tyrant's Blood. And they have a new record out called Kingdom of Graves. And Tulsa Doom was a character from a book, Delacard's Cat by Robert Howard. And Tulsa Doom later appeared in the comic Cull, the Conqueror. And then he later appeared in the Seven uh, Kingdoms. No, he was, the, he was the sorcerer in the Seven Kingdoms who had a skull for a head. And then Tulsa Doom also appeared in Conan the Barbarian. I first heard Witch's Hammer when Gerald Rattlehead of the Power Chord Show of CNTR introduced them live at the New York Theater in probably about 85. He's like, this is Witch's Hammer. And that's why I knew Witch's Hammer. But I did not know the connection to Blasphemy, the legendary Blasphemy, which you think has been reissued. Canadian, yeah. Blasphemy, Canadian. Well, I recently saw the Blasphemy record at a record store, and also I know Skull Skates recently uh, released the Blasphemy skateboard. And right now we have some Pink Lincolns, right? We got some Pink Lincolns coming up. That I know because they did a split with the Queers with Roger Allen's special Halloween.
You are still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show Halloween Special Four Spoiler. With Roger Allen Crooked Walker And yes. what did we just hear? Uh, way back when we started We heard the Pink Lincolns with Monsters And I have here this Monsters record Is that the Pink Lincolns? It is not But it is on the Swan record label Which also had some Link Ray 
Yeah, and Link Ray had lots of scary stuff. And Link Ray, I think, did um, Jack the Ripper, which I think you found on uh, James' last LP, right? Yeah. Jack the Ripper. There were a few versions yeah, of Jack the Ripper. Screaming of Lord Such. And, of course, Link Ray did a version of Jack the Ripper, too. But thank you very um Wow, the monster on the Swan label, an actual 45. And <laughs> I love the stuff that you bring in, Roger, when you do these specials for them, because including you also brought in this clipping. What is this clipping of? Yeah, this 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 piece of paper that I cut out of somewhere at some point is uh, an ad here, and it says Punkin' 85, October 31st, Collector's RPM presents No Means No, Another Kind of Blues, The Spores and Crazy Cats at the Masonic Hall in Vancouver. And apparently that was a record. Are you sure that was a record? It was a record, yeah. My friend has has the record. And it wasn't the Halloweeners record. No, because I have that one. And you also brought in, which we said last break, the Metallion Mag, which also has a center spread of Wendy O. Williams, Wendy who at Williams. the time was doing stuff with Lemmy. Yeah. Yeah, and sadly they're both gone now. Rest in peace. And as well, you brought in your entire collection of what? My entire... <laughs> it's a complete collection of monster cereal. So there's Count Chocula, Booberry, Fruit Brute, Frankenberry, Yummy Mummy, and another Frankenberry. So yeah, complete collection of monsters cereal. Could you describe those from 2008, right? These are reproductions, yeah. But they're, you know, reproductions of the original boxes. But you actual you you brought in the actual brought boxes. The real boxes, and yeah. Did you eat the actual boxes. I did. I ate all the cereal. What was in the actual boxes? Cereal. So you are a fan of horror and horror food. Horror food. Yeah, you can't get you can't go wrong with that. And yeah. we began with the Pink Lincolns, and then we heard what? Some death sentence. Then we heard death sentence with Dawn of the Dead. And when I was a kid, I was a huge fan of horror movies. I had a big Dawn of the Dead poster in my bedroom, and for some reason, at birthday parties when I was like ten. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Shining, Dawn of the Dead. These were all films that parents felt were okay for kids. And also, I brought in all these Death Sentence handbills. Including one with Witch's Hammer. One with Witch's... Actually, two with Witch's Hammer, who we heard off the Could top. Could you read those out at all? Okay. Hey, kids. Holiday Hardcore. Fourth of July. Death Sentence. The Boneless Ones. Another Kind of Blues and Witch's Hammer. Next one, Death Sentence, Not a Pretty Sight Tour with Detox, Witch's Hammer, and Active Glands. And the, the big one, this would have been the one to be at, Dead Kennedys with uh, House of Commons, Bag of Dirt, The Bill of Rights, Crucifix, Death Sentence, Industrial Waste, and Band. Bags of Dirt, and they actually were all female, and East Bay Ray had dinner at Nick's Spaghetti House oh, wow. for that gig. I just wanted to mention that. Is that still there? That it place? is still there, Nick's Spaghetti House. So you can eat where East Bay Ray ate Nick's Spaghetti House. And then we heard The Mob with Witch Hunt. Now, The Mob were kind of crass-ish, weren't they? And Generation Jen of Throbbing Gristle did not like crass, did he? He said no, they were yeah. too musical. Punk rock was too musical. Yeah, that, that which was kind of funny because they didn't... Well, the very last album, they had a bit of a more uh, melodic singing tone to the album. But yeah, I don't think anyone ever accused Crass of being too musical. Well, he did say he liked the nipple erectors more than Crass. I don't think he said Crass were too musical. He said punk rock was too conventional, was too, you know, 
traditional. Right. In other words, he didn't like it. That was generation Gen, Genesis P. Orange yeah. of Throbbing Gristle, Psychic TV. Yeah, but but it, we heard right there the mob and witch hunt. Yeah, the mob with witch hunts. And like you say, they were an anarcho, anarcho, anarcho punk band. And uh, they somewhat remind me of the band The Freeze, which I have here. And The Freeze had a song called Halloween. Here is an actual Freeze record on schizophrenic records from Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah, Hamilton, Ontario. I think, and I think the Freeze were from Australia, so that's kind of an unusual uh, connection there. And then uh, finally, we heard the S Haters with Disposable People, and I found out about that band by uh, looking through all the records that Southern Lord released, most famously Rudimentary Peni. And I have here uh, most people. Uh, if they have any rudimentary PNA, they have Death Church. But I have uh, uh, the EPs of the LP here, and uh, this is a bit of a rare record, and this is obviously on Southern Lord Records. What can you say about the S-haters? They were like pre-rudimentary PNI, pre-Joy Division even, right? Yeah, they were like a, a sort of somewhat in-between. Obviously, rudimentary PNI are known for the intensity of... Uh, of the voice and the, and the music being so you know, sort of crazy, but uh, yeah, the S haters are more sort of gothy. And Some, they featured members of Rudimentary yeah. Pino. I think every I think uh, Southern Lord released uh, quite a few records, but uh, oh, his name is Nick Blinko. I think he was in most of the um, the bands that came out on that label. Was it his label? I think it was right. Southern Lord, I believe it was. Must have been. And right now <laughs> we have your funeral by. Uh, sorry, we have your funeral. I want to be you by your fun- your funeral your on your, your funeral <laughs> on Halloween or with guest DJ Rocket Walker.
Well, he comes in here every night. He's standing there off to your right. He always looks like he's a prize, but you can't see him. Invisible people, invisible people. He's with a girl who's just like him. You can't see the one of them. She's got red eyes and purple lips. She's always on invisible trips. Well, she plays cards with a boogeyman, throws moths in a tuna fish can, lives in West Invisible Land, but you can't see her. Invisible people, invisible people. You're still listening to The Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Roger Allen, Crooked Walker, Halloween Special 4. Four. And what did we hear just then? Right from the beginning, we heard Your Funeral with I Want to Be You. And they're an unusual band as they sound, to me, very English, but they're actually an all-female band from Denver, Colorado. How did you find them? I actually think I found out about them just by, there was just uh, like one sentence at the bottom of uh, uh, the uh, music uh, section in Thrasher magazine, probably from 1981 or something like that. Uh, Jerry Rosie of that band said the record plant who made their only single sent them a letter stating that they wouldn't press any more as they felt they were evil and satanic. Your funeral. Yes, and then after that we heard... 13th Chime with Coffin Maker, another band that was very early with the goth sound, and they only have a few singles as well, and I believe all their music was just re-released recently, so if you like that song, you can probably get everything you want by them on a recently released record. From London. There, and they were actually from London, so they actually sound English and are English. And I have here, look at this, a Rocky Horror Picture Show 
handbill from Studio Cinemas that was on 919 Granville Street way back when, 1984? Remember uh, when that was a thing to go see that show? Yes, unfortunately, I never saw it, but I did see from the bus. Every day I would take the bus <laughs> and I would see Caligua. Oh, I, I wouldn't see it, actually, but I, I remember it played at the studio Caligua for months and months and months. But yes, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And we have Roger Allen, a crooked walker here, for the 19th time on the Nardwar <laughs> show, spinning Halloween discs. And we actually got a tweet from DJ Spanish Fly, the yeah. legendary DJ Spanish Fly. And you asked him what his favorite Halloween tune was. I did. And he said... Thriller. By? Uh, who <laughs> sung that song again? Michael Jackson. A guy discovered by? Tommy Chong from Vancouver. But what would you say you are doing today? Like, what are you doing today? Like, you are not spinning Michael Jackson, are you? Not Michael Jackson. We're playing uh, Halloween music that goes a little deeper than Thriller. And uh, I, I'm, I'm always feeling like someone's watching me. We're playing Halloween music that has undertones of something more dark than Thriller. And we heard right after 13th Chime, The Attack. The Attack was Strange House. And I love that song, and I love mostly when he says, I had to sit on the edge of a sink. Well, you know, along with all the weird imagery he's talking about there, sitting on the edge of a sink doesn't seem that bad. And they remind me of The Doors, who remind me of a band called The Phantom, a band who sounded so much like The Doors, there were rumors it was actually Jim Morrison singing. And they released a record called Phantom's Divine Comedy. That is amazing. I never have actually seen a Doors 7-inch because I never really have looked. But the way it is written, Doors, is like amazing. This is an original. You again have um, gone beyond the call of duty, Roger, to bring an original Doors 7-inch. But actually, for the attack, what year was that? 1966 or 67? The attack was Strange House. That was somewhere in there. Yeah, 66, 67, something like that. Probably. Um, Some reason I think 68, actually. The attack with Strange House. And then we heard Hamilton Streetcar. Hamilton Streetcar with Invisible People. And Too Bad, but No Means No recently retired. And they have a book out on Invisible Publishing. And I have here a handbill of No Means No. And maybe you could read it out. <laughs> no Means No with the Asexuals, The Forbidden Beat. Sorry, No Minors. Where? That was at Bentley's Cabaret in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, which is where we are. And I first heard Invisible People... With a DC Connect, the Slicky Boys did a version of Invisible People. And believe it or not, the Slicky Boys influenced kind of Minor Threat. Really? Yes, know. they were an early, early DC punk band, the Slicky Boys. Slicky Boys and that's where I first heard Invisible People. And you are listening to The Nerdward, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ. Phone in now. 604-822-2487 or 604-UBC-CITR or tweet 
at Nardwar. N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R at Nardwar for your Halloween excitement. And right now, here is a band that I first learned of through the ripoffs because they covered this band called Lurkers on C-I-T-R with special guest DJ Roger Allen. Flipside Halloween, 1978 Flipside Halloween.
ready while I flip the switch. listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show with special guest DJ Roger Allen Crooked Walker with Halloween 4. Now what did we hear in that set? We know what we cut out, the undead. The undead. Bobby Steele which is kind of unfortunate because he's been cut out of a lot of history, (laughs) hasn't he? Good segue, yeah, he was cut out of the Misfits. Like for instance... Frenchie Coma and Bobby Steele, those are the original misfits, and yet they had a misfits reunion and they weren't mentioned at all. Bring back the original guys, and we cut out Bobby Steele. Bobby Steele. Ah, sorry, Bobby. Sorry, Bobby. We began that with the lurkers out in the dark, and they kind of remind me of the crowd who I found out about in the 1978 Halloween Flipside magazine. And here's a page from that magazine. I'm handing it to Nardwar. We heard a double shot of the lurkers, too, didn't we? Yeah, that was a mistake. Sorry. And then we heard the vibrators, the day they caught the killer. Some other songs that we could have played other than the undead are Buck Owens' Monster Holiday, Johnny Thunders Horror Show, and not the Johnny Thunders you probably think. There was another Johnny Thunders. Elvin Lucier with I Am Sitting in a Room. The Turtles with Grim Reaper of Love. The Monks with I Hate You. Jonathan Richmond with Vampire Girl. And I think Black Flag's Damage is a pretty scary song. We heard the vibrators the day they caught the killer. Is that record in a certain video? Is that record in a video? Is that record in a video? Did you bring that to a video shoot? Oh, a video shoot? What do I know about a video shoot? Uh, You were in a video (laughs) shoot at Neptune Records, and you were in charge of bringing records, and there is in the background a Vibrators 7-inch. There is, yeah. Is that the same one? I believe it is, yeah. The The Vibrators, the day they caught the killer. That was your video, Nardwar, for your upcoming song, Dreadlocks and Mohawks. And we also heard a Halloween PSA there. Yeah, that Halloween PSA actually drove me crazy because I knew I had seen that as a kid and I never could find any evidence of it. And just like maybe in the last year, somebody had it on VHS and uploaded it to YouTube. And yeah, it's this little Peter Pumpkin character kind of wandering around the neighborhood by himself on Halloween night. Uh, discussing Halloween safety, and uh, I want to say hi to my family. 
How long does it take you to put together these tunes? You've done this four times now. <laughs> when do you start? Yeah, it takes, it, it, well. How it, hard is it yeah. to come up with, <laughs> you know, Halloween-ish tunes? Halloween-ish music, yeah. That aren't the Monster Mash. Well, as my wife uh, mentioned to me this morning, it's just become a hobby. <laughs> so it's something I enjoy, but it, yeah, it takes a long time. It takes a long time to weed through everything that's kind of corny and find music that's genuinely good. So year-round, you're looking for spooky tunes. I'm always looking for things for different, like uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, the Skateboard Mag is going to have a playlist of my uh, Halloween-inspired music, I think going up today, actually, as well. We heard also there Tim the Mute with Monster Bash recorded. Actually, how did you find out that Tim the Mute did the Monster Bash? I was told about it at Neptune Records, that it was recorded in the basement at Neptune Records in Vancouver, British Columbia. And that added to you wanting to play it because it was in the basement. It was was very Halloween-ish. In the basement of a record store, you can't get better than that. Tim the Mute went Monster Bash. And you also brought in a whole bunch of flyers as well as a flip side from 78. Could yeah, you explain. Tim, well, well, Tim the Mute reminds me of the funner side of Halloween type music. And that reminds me of flexi discs. And flexi discs are always fun. And, and there you go. I'm giving you that. That's the Mad Magazine making out 7 Inch and Billy and the Boingers. Where'd you get these ones? Those were both in books. Did you keep the book? Oh, yeah, I've got the books. What books were they in? Were they in comics? Yeah. So this is a flexi-disc from Billy and the Boingers, commercially released in 87? Yeah, from 1987, yeah. What is this like? It's it's a comic strip come to life, much like, uh, you know, what was the name? Bill the Cat. I think Bill the Cat's the one in that, uh, singing on that. You stink, but I love you. Yes. And making out lyrics by Frank Jacobs, music by Norm Blagman. Yeah, the Mad Making Out record, and and those also remind me of uh, the funner side of Halloween, like the Cramps. Of course, they have uh, some amazing music, and also the Cramps are on on this uh, awesome compilation, IRS Greatest Hits, and of course you got to have the Monster Mash, which I have here on Garpax Records and The Surfing Bird on Apex Records, and Sig Sig Sputnik on Palophone Records. Not as fun. Speaking of the cramps, we're going to hear the cramps right now, kind of, the influence on Don't Eat Stuff Off the Sidewalk, The Frantics with Werewolf, and that is where the cramps kind of borrowed from Don't Eat Stuff Off the Sidewalk with Roger Allen, Halloween Even a man whose heart is pure and says his prayers at night can change to a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the full moon shining bright.
and you are still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest TJ Roger Allen and Halloween four. And we just heard right there. Well, what did we hear, Roger? Uh, from the beginning, it was the Frantics with the Werewolf, which, as you said, could have been the inspiration for the Cramp song "Don't Eat Stuff Off the Sidewalk." It's got a very uh, familiar uh, beat to it. Then we heard Larry and the Blue Notes with Night of the Sadist, who you said used to have a different name. Well, I first heard it via the Chesterfield Kings from Syracuse, New York, and they had Night of the Phantom. They called it the Night of the Phantom. So I think at the time it was only the Phantom, and then later versions have emerged with Night of the Sadist. Then we heard Glass Candy. And they were originally Larry and the Blue Notes were from Dallas, I think. Oh, and then we heard Glass Candy and with the uh, Halloween song. And they have actually been on Radio Zero before, and exactly um, probably three or four years ago, but they feature Johnny of the Chromatics, and they are also on the Italians Do It Better label, which I must give a giant shout-out for sending me a whole bunch of Chromatics vinyl, which I'm still playing. But that was Glass Candy, actually titled... Halloween Song. Halloween. And they and that song actually reminds me of like a sort of a... It seems like a new style or trend in music. It reminds me of the theme song to uh, Strange Things, which is a really great show. And in all of that music reminds me of John Carpenter, and John Carpenter made... The newly uh, remastered and re-released The Fog soundtrack, which is probably the best soundtrack you're ever going to find to Halloween. You mentioned The Undead, or we mentioned The Undead. I think we probably will play The Undead, but what are you going to mention about The Undead? Because we can't cut off Bobby Steele, can we? We, we have, like in past, we have tried to cut him off, but right. we, we can't cut off Bobby Steele, can we? Well, it would be nice not to, and Bobby Steele was in... The Undead, and, and we're going to play a song, I believe, called Verbal Abuse. And uh, after he was fired from the Misfits, he created The Undead. And there was another band he was in which caused him to be fired from the Misfits. I think it was called The Scabs or The Rex or something like that. And I have here a Danzig drawing by Pusshead. And I also have an old Pusshead order form, which you can send away and buy uh, many of the records. And we were having a debate whether or not a Vancouver band was on Pusshead's record label, Pusmort. Fratricide featuring Eric, flex your head. I think it's great, Roger, how you always bring in these little tidbits to show me. I love it. The original Pusshead. Where did you get this Pusshead This flyer? came. I believe this came with uh, a 7-inch, uh, Pusshead 7-inch record I have at, uh, at home. And you were saying something about this actual shoe case. You brought in an actual <laughs> shoe case to the, show the listeners. To show. To show I'm the holding listeners. It, yeah, I'm holding it up to the microphone. It's a uh, it's a box for a pair of shoes. One of the first uh, designated skate shoes. It's a pair of Etnies. Has a very graphic uh, box cover. And what was kind of interesting about this was it was Natus's. Uh, signature shoes, and of course, Nat is backwards is Satan, and it's prominently displayed at the top of uh, the box here. And we are going to play a bit of Tyron's Blood. What can you say about Tyron's Blood to end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show with special guest DJ Crooked Walker?
Volume 4. And actually, Volume 19, but four times you four were times. done Halloween. Tyrant's Blood, uh, they're a, a band from Vancouver, which I mentioned earlier, Marco, who was in uh, Witch's Hammer, and I, you know, I'm almost positive he was in Blasphemy. And they have, uh, Tyrant's Blood have a brand new album out called Kingdom of Graves, and this is going to be a song from it. And we're going to follow that up with some Bobby Steele, right? Some Undead doing verbal abuse. And you, Roger, you sometimes DJ at Selector Records, right? Yeah, yeah. Selector Records is, is definitely worth checking out. It's a record store here in Vancouver, and I, I have played records there. And you love The Replacements, right? I love The Replacements, They're yes. your favorite band and a book. You just love the book. I love all the books. You love them. tidbits. <laughs> I love information, yes. And to thank you for coming into Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, I have a gift for you. A couple little tidbits for you to study. What do we have, wow. Roger? The Screamers, live in San Francisco, September 2nd, and The Dicks from Texas. Never, bef- never before seen live dicks. <laughs> Screaming Screamers, Halloween-themed. Yeah, and we played The Screamers on the last time I was here for the Grunge show. And now you can actually see awesome. them in action, as well as the dicks yeah. from Texas. You can see some dicks from Texas. That's one of the, I, I think that's one of the greatest punk songs is uh, I Hate Police by the Dicks. As covered by Mudhoney. Mudhoney, oh yeah, yeah, That we played probably on the Grunge show. Yeah, Mudhoney, I think they sung that here at UBC. Great, well thank you, I love these. And thank you, Roger. Anything you want to add to the people out there at all before we play Tyrant's Blood followed by The Undead, Halloween 4. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have much else to say. I've said everything 19 times, so this may be the last time. Well, hopefully it will be 20. <laughs> and Roger Allen, do-do-a-loo-do. Halloween. Actually, Roger, um, let's, let's get you to do that correctly. <laughs> uh, actually, I shouldn't say correctly because that was very grammatically correct. But let's get you to do that one more time. Do do loo do. Bum bum.
Yeah. 